Welcome to Thrones and Scones. It's your weekday morning podcast where we talk Game of Thrones over breakfast. Although you're not crazy, it is Saturday afternoon. But it's still Tony Hans and Jeremy in with you, hitting season two, episode all of them. And uh, <laughs> no baked good in particular. We, we kind of throw the, the scones out and we, we don't get too particular with the Thrones. We want to recap things a, a little bit, but we're here how do you guys feel? More awake than usual, perhaps? Yeah, definitely yeah. more awake. Kind of like these just... bonus episodes. It's uh, it's almost like seeing a different side of you guys. <laughs> no, two weeks ago when we did this for the first time, uh, we were joined by Rob Bullock from And Rob's Your Uncle, which was a lot of fun. But he showed us up in the knowledge department. And we could have taken that two ways. We could have paid more attention to the episodes. We could have learned from our own mistakes and we could have become better people. Or we could not invite him back and we chose to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so here also, we are. Uh, that and he had a date tonight and was too cool for us. <laughs> too cool for <laughs> us. Either one. Uh, we're, we're here, the three I of feel us. Like, I feel like we should try to call him and someone throw him on speakerphone and be like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> just to get your opinion. <laughs> Just to, just to, just to, because he was so nice to, to come onto our podcast and to, to give us some support. I will say, I, I went ahead and called into his podcast this past week. Oh, uh, how just was went it? Up. Um, it was good. It went very well. I asked him for some advice and boy, did they give it. Um, I think the, the two versions of advice they gave me was either be drunk all the time or put a bullet in my head. Uh, it was kind of fitting with the question. I guess I'll just have to go and check that out to see what it was. But Super dark. That's good. Uh, it's very, it was very dark indeed, although kind of fitting. So uh, anyway, welcome to this Saturday. We've made it through season two, a season that in my mind, and I think I mentioned this, uh, two weeks past when we were just kind of getting into it. I think I held up a little higher than it actually panned out. There were some very good episodes. There was uh, a lot of character development, but this season uh, dragged a bit more than I remember it doing. Yeah, Definitely. I think... Uh, so when we were in, going back, I think when Hans was, was watching this, which unsurprising to those who know Hans, uh, he complained about like the first three or four episodes, which I didn't think were that bad, but after getting through it all... You can definitely say it's really slow in the beginning, sure. and about and, it's, and about episode four starts to pick up more and more. But I think with uh, with Arya and Jacken, like that's so good. And then Arya and Tywin, that's really good in here. Um, the Tywin. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, you're you're talking a little slow. <laughs> can you uh, can you can you elaborate? Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, it's known as Percocet. So, <laughs> Percocet is a narcotic, <laughs> and once you have surgery on your balls, <laughs> uh, is that is that what that song is about? Percocet, uh, Molly Percocet, head of a sect. Which I had to say. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So I'm oh. uh every once in a while I bite my own tongue during the conversation. And... <laughs> you're also you're also laying down. Oh yeah, because you gotta keep the pelvis elevated. <laughs> that elevated pelvis. <laughs> Oh uh, God! Uh, how part. are you? Yeah, I mean, how are you feeling? Let's let's recap. Let's, just, let's, let's recap. Change your, topic. Uh, yeah. I'm doing all right. Um, I got I got the ice pack on my balls. Good. That's I got good. I got two pillow elevation, 
And um, I'm rocking some Percocet, which I feel really good right now. I feel good. I feel nice. I'm I'm interested to see how my how my attention's gonna do about five minutes from now because it's just starting to settle in. I don't know if you've ever had a narcotic. The nice thing about narcotics is you're like, oh, it, it doesn't do anything. And then you feel like this like warmth that just goes all over you. And you're like, <laughs> holy shit, this is the best thing in the world. Hashtag drug addiction is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only time that like be- beyond being actually put out for surgery that I was ever given anything is when I... Uh, when I slid open my finger pretty bad, I had to have stitches and everything. They, they drugged me up pretty good for that. And then I remember sitting in the ER bed looking at my feet, which I was wearing socks. And I had this beautiful epiphany at, I don't know, 17, that, you know, socks are like gloves for your feet. But gloves are normal. And, you know, I, I was in high school. Mittens. You know, you don't wear those. Mittens are gay. But <laughs> the rule is reversed when it comes to your feet. Because it would be toe socks that would obviously get you that that, <laughs> that very appropriate look. moniker uh, yeah. in your junior year of high school. Oh. It was uh, oh, it was life changing <clears throat> stuff. I don't know. I feel. Did you have your wisdom teeth out? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that was my really only prior experience with some sort of strong narcotic, and like where you feel like loopy and kind of disconnected from your body. Um, and and to be honest, like talking to a few people who had had this prior, they were like, oh, you know, so you can you can get a Valium before to kind of like mm-hmm. calm you down as some lovely person. In my case, a dude was getting sure. up all of my balls, <laughs> shaved <laughs> balls, by the way, smooth as a baby's bottom. <laughs> we already went over this. You made you made them shave them, correct? Oh, yeah. No, I, I mean, I didn't have the balls to do that. Oh. So what, uh, if I might ask, what tools of the trade did you did you use? Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, this is actually critical. So have you guys, you guys have seen like the beard trimmers, which like you know, like the little small, battery operated yeah. ones. Yeah. Those do a good job of getting close, but not that smoothness. So then, gotcha. Gotcha. yeah. So then I went with the whole shaving cream and my wife's um, what were they called? whatever brand that has like the double straight blade straight razor straight razor (laughs) but you went open blade open blade oh yeah 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 yeah. well if you pull it tight like a bat wing when you shave it (laughs) we talking we talking uh three blade four blade five blade oh it was a three blade three three blade blade. that's risky no no, but i'm telling you that the beard thing because you know you take off the beard cover so it's just like the razor just vibrating back and forth. Fuck, I was yeah. nicking myself, and I was like, I don't want to bleed myself out, you know? could happen. Yeah. Nice. Was there at least moisturizing pads on that razor? Oh, yeah, yeah, there were. Okay, I mean, that's good. why I mean, that's, that's why I went with that's Emily's, because I was like, I don't I don't even think I have. No, I probably still have the one they said when you're 18. What was that one called? Like, the Mach 3 or 4 or 5? The Gillette one? Yeah, I yeah. was so... I never got that. Oh, and you they get your enlisted card, and you get a Gillette razor. <sighs> <laughs> Welcome to manhood. Welcome to manhood. Here man up and save you, pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I so felt so cheated there. Okay. Go, yeah. Going back to the ball shaving. So I've missed it. Yeah. Like so. Then I had this moment of like, how much do I shave? 
right? Because yeah. get some awkward angles down there. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I know that like you know when you're having a vasdex, they typically make one or two incisions, typically kind of the anterior portion of your balls or your scrotum. Yeah. If we're gonna use the real medical term here, the <laughs> balls are inside the scrotum or sac. <laughs> Um, there you go, kids. Yeah, yeah. you're all Anterior welcome. Anterior means back. Pay basically. attention. <laughs> no, but so then do you have do you have the the baby smooth balls and nothing else? Do you do a nice mm. little trim? Do you like manscape it up a little bit, or sure. do you leave like a little decorative bush on top of the <laughs> stalk of your of your penis and just be like, hello. Plus, where do you? I mean, do you go outward at all? How far down towards yeah. the anus do you yeah. go? Well, I sh- so I ended up waxing the perineum which is the space between your balls and your anus, just because I like a little smooth landing strip there. Did you actually wax it? No. (laughs) Oh, I was was legitimate curious because I feel like that would be the most painful area of your body to wax. Yeah, Yeah, I don't think I I could do that. So... So then the other thing is, like, where do you... So, yeah, like, how far do you go? But then do you just leave the rest just completely unkempt? Because, I mean, well, yeah, they're going to... Well, that's what I'm I mean, saying. Yeah, like, yeah. Do you, you yeah. almost want to almost fade into it or something, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> get my that, general get that approach, high and tight. <laughs> my general approach was, like, a half-inch kind of manscape all sure. around. And then, you know, smiley face near the stock, a little arrow that says mm. to the fun, you know, the normal. Okay, okay. So then on you the... A, on the on the a lot on of the, space to work with. On the trimmer... Are you using like a one, a two, a three? Oh, on the trimmer, I went, so it's like a three because it's like the half okay. inch. Um, okay. By the way, though, invest in a trimmer that you can use in the shower that gets wet. That way you have a little more of that less friction because, you know, it gets red and irritable. Um, and also, I use a little bit of aftershave, which burn like a bitch, but yes, then it's right. fragrant, smells good. Because I feel like if, mm. if this lovely guy is going to be filling me up, I want him to have have like a good experience right yeah that's very considerate of you yeah so so as as a pharmacist they've yet to let me perform a vasectomy (laughs) so i'm just gonna ask uh you're saying they go in anteriorly so they they go in toward they go in the front of the sack yeah so like if you're doing if you're giving a good bj and you're kind of cupping I'm giving a good video. Yep. Cupping and holding, <laughs> Let right? Let me visualize Cup this. And hold. <laughs> so in your palm is the balls, right? You're looking sure. right at where you're cupping. Sure. So I don't know what it's called. That little like septum on the outside of the sac that's kind of weird looking. They mm. just go just kind of like lateral to that. Your little okay. seam. Little seam. Okay. Yeah, your little so seam. So like your little, seam. the little tongue thing. Yeah, but the little on your frenulum balls. but on the balls. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> your ball frenulum. Okay. <laughs> The ball frenulum. Is that the what that is? I don't think this is a frenulum. I feel like that's also a part of the penis. What is? The frenulum. Thing? Frenulum? Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's the attachment from like the, the bottom of your mouth to your tongue? I don't believe you. <laughs> cool. Pretty sure that's a part of the penis. Nope. Let's let's look up the wiki. As, as we know, we are wiki fans here. I'm going to write <laughs> that right now. Looking it up. Yep. I figured you would Looking be. it up. Anyway, so... You're in this cold... Frenulum, the sensitive area on a penis where the head and the shaft meet on the bottom side. (laughs) Is it really? Yeah. It's also the thing that you said, though. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't know that. Um, Wait, is the penis thing true? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Wait, I don't understand. So, like, where is it? Is right, it so if you're given a really good, <laughs> you're given a really good blowjob, and you're licking up the stalk now, 
yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, from you, the underside, <laughs> right before you get to the precipice, right before where it kind of goes into a little V. <laughs> you guys, you guys realize we've we've been filming for like twelve minutes and we've only got about thirty <laughs> seconds of useful content. <laughs> Filming, recording, sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're filming, too, because this is all going to be up straight up porn later. So, <laughs> yeah, Jeremy's on drugs. We are filming everything. <laughs> anyway, oh, getting right. back to normal conversation. But anyway, vasectomy went good. I'm high. <laughs> I'm good. Um, let's, uh, let's talk so about now, Game of Thrones. Now that you are, just real quick, now that you are, you know, so freshly manscaped, have you decided to show it off and, you know, wear your balls forward in the Westerosi fashion? <laughs> well, I mean, I already do that, so, oh, okay. I mean... I'm sure that looks good. Maybe instead of a scone uh, on, I don't know what day you are, uh, Wednesday? I think Wednesday, Instead yeah. of a scone, post up that. Post up that. So we night. can all, yeah. <laughs> Comparison. Post up scro- a scrote post. <laughs> scrote a post. If you will. Can you do scrote posts on Instagram? You cannot. Mm. You can do topless, though, on Instagram. I don't think you can really? anymore. anymore. Although, maybe that was an old thing. Twitter, I believe you can. I think you could maybe even get away with the scrub post on Twitter. Really? Really? Yeah. Keep- because they just they just black it out, and then you have to like click to see it, you know? Yeah. That's how they get away with it. Can you take a picture of like your elbow that looks like it's someone's vagina, mm. but it's your elbow? And you're like, haha, clickbait, got you, elbow. Um, in season two... Compared to season one, do you think we had a uh, we think we had as good uh, kind of tatas and yeah, was it as enjoyable for you? I mean, the first season I feel was like it, it was like the shock effect, and now it's just like it, and we know it gets less and less kind of coming up. Um, I still think what what was your favorite? I mean, Daenerys. I mean, we could we could talk about hers all the time, but what was your favorite kind of like you know booby moment? <laughs> your favorite booby moment. I don't even think we get Daenerys in this season. We don't. Um, but here's the thing. We, our good, bad, and jugglies, we had so much to talk about in season one, not only because of the plethora of options, but also possibly the two most quality scenes in the whole series. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That being, you know, we already know, Hodor and our aforementioned ball-forward friend in, uh, in the East. Uh, but Definitely the most artistically shot. I think yes. there's no debate. But this season, uh, we have a little bit less to go on. I feel like half of them are Roz. Um, I don't yeah. mean to say that vindictively. It's just, you know. We, no, Roz is nice. I mean. Been there. We get the whole um, prostitute scene with, with the hound and what's his and Bron. name? And Bron. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Bron, yeah. Uh, I don't remember yeah. a whole lot more besides that. I think that if we're, go- if we're, if we're ranking here, I think that my favorite one was because they, they just kind of played it subtly, but in a way that didn't like look like they were purposefully censoring it. Um, like Talisa, oh, like yeah, Talisa. where, where her right. and Rob kind of finally break down and mm-hmm. things just started getting a little hot. That was tasteful. It was know? tasteful. I respected the craft of that shot. Yeah, that was that was tasteful. And the crack of that girl. <laughs> I was in the crack of that girl, yeah. yeah. High five. That was good. She waxes her perineum. But but they just but they really did get to the point um, where they're like, all right, season one, how are we gonna draw them in? Uh, Lord of the Rings with titties. You got it. And then season two, they're like, all right, we got all these people here. Let's try and let's try and tell some stories and pull back on the boobs. And they they really do. We get a couple episodes, maybe just one. Um, here one. All right, just the one where we where we have no yeah 
nudity. Was that four? Yeah. I mean, episode five, sorry. Was it five? Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I think season one, season two, right? Where we yeah. are. I think two is better than season one. No. Really? Not. I don't agree either. Oh, see, I think, I think season one really slows until about episode six, maybe seven. So we don't, I mean, yeah, we get a, I mean, it's so slow in the beginning. And I, mm-hmm. I know that we said that it's slow initially here, but I do feel like we have so much more interesting development of characters, right? I mean, it's just season one is Ned, loss of Ned, yeah. you know, the kind of the Stark family kind of chaos. But now we're actually seeing the characters of within the houses more. Right, you hate people in season one because you're told to, but now you are start to understand their motivations a little bit more. So I think that's why I enjoyed season two a little bit better. You make a good point. We definitely get a lot more character development. I mean, especially at the beginning of the season. Don't get me wrong; they throw almost just as many new characters at you, yeah. and you kind of have to scramble to keep up. Um, but then my problem with season two, because I think there are a lot of really really great moments, but with the exception of Episode 9, Blackwater, and to an extent, Episode 10, even all the great moments are then just dispersed around Karth and all of these other moments that just feel like they drag it down. So whereas, you know, we can have these things that really draw me in, I don't feel like I watched very many episodes in this season where I was like sold throughout yeah, I don't, so, I don't yeah. know if season, I mean, we've talked about this before where you're like, oh, watch season one and then it starts picking up great. And then like, or you just get through season one and you'll really enjoy the show. I don't think yeah. season two is that. Like, I don't think it's like, that's the hook, line and seeker, which I actually kind of respect seeker. Game of Thrones for. And seeker. Yeah. Seeker. <laughs> seeker. <laughs> I bit my tongue this, like yeah. three times we, in that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we did touch on it a little bit earlier in this season. Um, but and again, in my memory, season two is solid. And I think this might just be because this season, maybe more than any other, um, kind of follows that Walking Dead model, where it's like, I'm kind of watching to see what happens. And so after we know what happens, especially with the first half of the season or the first few episodes being so focused on like Renly um, and building that up, now that we know it doesn't go anywhere, it falls a little flat and we know that it's just like, oh, okay, they're hyping up something that's really just going to fizzle out. Um, But the first time around, I don't think I would have faulted season two nearly as much as I am right now. I agree. I think that's, and I said that a bunch of times to pretty much every episode review is a lot of the stuff in season two doesn't amount to anything for the show, really. Um, yeah. And uh, I like Daenerys. Uh, I think she's a cool character. Uh, I liked her much better in season one. Um, season two, she still hasn't got quite to the development that uh, I wanted to be at. And they took a freaking 12-minute story and turned it into 10 episodes or spread it into 10 episodes in freaking Karth. Um, so I agree. I, I just feel like there wasn't, Thinking back on season two, I know that there was a couple episodes in the middle where I, I felt like it picked up a bit and, and was getting a bit better, but nine and ten are really were excellent episodes, but about all I really even care to remember from season two. Yeah. And Daenerys's thing, I kind of see what, you know, and I'm putting words in their mouth, what the writers were going for in the sense that Daenerys's story in the future moves pretty fast and it's always very high stakes. And right now is the kind of moment when she is hitting rock bottom to an extent. Um, And they, they want to emphasize that, which I get, 
But especially now that we're starting to prepare to review season three, like I'm a few episodes in, and holy crap, does Daenerys' story take off, which makes this season feel even dumber because it's like, okay, you took this whole season to get basically through Karth and you didn't go anywhere. And then, yeah, the last episode, okay, great. You got this, this cool stuff. And then within three episodes, Daenerys is like leagues ahead of where she is right now in the next season. And yeah. so it just kind of serves to emphasize that ridiculous timeline when I think they were probably going for the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've, I can say right now, too, I've been enjoying season three much more than season two already. For sure. For sure. But again, uh, and just to be very, very clear out there, you know it if you already listen, uh, we're we're fans of the show. We're not trying to say that this was bad, like we hated every second of having to watch it. (laughs) Uh, It's still good stuff. Yeah, I I mean, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think it'll be interesting uh, and reason reason to stick around to you listeners out there, all thousands of you. Hundreds of thousands, I mean. Uh, It'll be interesting as we go through to start, you know, pegging our rankings. Because the first time watching through, I just, you know, everything was new. I wasn't really thinking about, you know, what I thought of the seasons comparatively to each other. But Mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see where everything falls. Uh, I have a kind of a suspicion in my head. but So we can't go back on any word here. Jeremy, you're saying season two better than season one? Absolutely. I mean, so, I mean, obviously we're short in two seasons, but it's definitely two than one for me right now. Okay. I'm going to make notes of these so that we can revisit it each recap. Jeremy, two than one. And then Han, do the opposite. Also write down that Jeremy said Catelyn would be good on the Iron Throne. (laughs) Oh, every chance (laughs) I get will I write down that. She Uh, would have been. uh, I mean, strong-willed. That's all I got. I'm absolutely season one, then two. When Rob was in two weeks ago and we were recapping season one, he had asked, do you guys think that season one is the, or maybe Jeremy asked, I don't know, um, asked, do you guys think that season one is the worst season uh, of Game of Thrones? Again, not meaning that it's bad, but meaning that it's a very high bar. And I I think we had all kind of said no, and we were talking about one season in particular. And I think that I said, when talking about either the season as a whole or about Rob Stark, that like, oh, season two that's where things really go, and really not. It just goes to show how jumbled things get in our heads. Um, everything I'm thinking about basically happens in season three. So, whew, it's going to be a busy couple of weeks coming up. But yeah, we got, we, I'm we excited got, about season three. I mean, how, we're all we've been watching multiple episodes of it now, but it's just yeah. some of the best stories that start in season two, which is why I think I've enjoyed it because just watching it in that transition going into the next season, it's you just appreciate it a little more i i mean setting up is common in all these shows i still feel like they did such a better job with some of the stories of making you care about these characters as you're transitioning into season three yeah and i do uh just just breaking news here uh Mm. i got i got a a direct text to my phone in uh from a mr rob bullock (laughs) ah we know him well hi rob Uh, you Date love him, we well. love him. Uh, the insightful her. Rob Bullock, and I quote, okay, season two was very boring after rewatching it, end quote. Ouch. He also texted uh, the two of us earlier today and said, uh, as he was, I, I assume, listening to yesterday's episode and said uh, that we were idiots, I think? Yes. Is that correct? Yes, that we were that. Uh, that we were stupid. His dan- his his words were. It is very obvious, you dummies. 
Yeah. And he was referring to our lack of speculation on Daenerys' visions in Karth. Since he's not here to defend himself, he was just, you know, he was very cut and dry. He's like, oh, it's, it's her, her goals, what it's going to cost her, and the fact that she's going to have to go beyond the wall. And uh, he said a little bit more, but for the sake of throwing him under the bus, I'm going to go ahead and end there. So out, outside really, of I've, Karth, yeah, outside of Karth, do you think the next kind of like disappointing part of the season, I don't want to be so negative about the season because I actually, there's a lot of really good things, but uh, do you think the wall is the next part that just seems kind of like a side story in this, in this uh, season? Um, I think kind of, which is, but I, I don't, I think that that's more from a story perspective. It makes sense because right. looking back, that's the story, right? Like that's what everything will eventually try to be centered around. Um, and the fact that they're kind of playing it as a side story right now really, I think, adds to the fact that that's what people in the kingdom are looking toward it as. Like, they're they're paying very little mind to what's happening up there. Um, so I think that that was represented well. But as far as what I'm enjoying and not enjoying on screen, I, I would probably agree with that. Yeah. There was only a couple scenes beyond the wall that I thought was uh, a couple times that I thought was pretty cool. But yeah, another story that just, they just, I think the kind of the central... Uh, theme of season two for me was that they took stories that didn't need to be a season long and stretched them into a season long yeah story so in recapping our season last time we handed out some awards would you guys like to hand out some awards i think so hit me with hit, hit me with some awards uh ideas tony all right i think to start off as we did last time who had the best season um who in your mind stands out as uh, really, really shining this season. And I can't remember who everybody voted for uh, last time around. I think I voted for Ned Stark. I also voted for Ned. I think I uh, said Tyrion. You said Tyrion, which yeah. I thought was, uh, was, was an interesting choice. Yeah, no, so because two, I think uh, season two, so I'm going to give um, the winner and then a runner up. And I think, okay. so the winner for me, Tyrion, which sounds weird, but I definitely think he does a lot more. Runner up for me would be Jamie. I enjoy really? Jamie's. Yeah, I enjoy, I'm enjoying Jamie's arc now more. He gained right? the most though. Huh? He seemed to lo- lose a lot in this in this season. Is that what you mean? Oh we... no, no, I didn't. I didn't say the gain thing. No, this no, time. no. Uh, no. This was this, just this like... one. This one just who 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 you think the your favorite character of the season character. was. Okay. Yeah. And then we'll, then we'll do the gain one though. Gotcha. Different yeah. For sure. So, so Tyrion from just his story. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jamie for me for runner up. Jamie's great in this one. Again, just, just like I said last time, it's kind of clouded by the fact that I love Jamie so much in the next season yeah. um, and everything we get to see with him exactly. is, is so much more compelling. I think that I would probably also give this series to Tyrion. Um, as far as where people fell short in this series, <laughs> Tyrion did not for maybe once in his life. Um, th- he had the best character development. He started the season on a very high upward trajectory and ended it on a, on a very low one, kind of trying to stabilize and settle himself out um, all the while playing the game that he was playing very well. And I think even in the slow episodes, those good fulfilling moments were happening in King's Landing with Tyrion. And um, I'll give, yeah, I'll give it to him full stop. Okay. Uh, I think those are both fair. Uh, I got to go with, and this again, I'm isolating it to this season. Yeah. Right. But I got to go with my boy, Robbie Stark. Rob Stark. Ooh, rub, rub, I think that's a, that is a perfectly acceptable answer, especially because 
though we know what happens, Rob ends the season in his mind on a very upward note. <laughs> yeah. uh, getting wet. He's all happy about it. He loves it. Yeah, and so it's funny because I think we you're rooting for Rob Stark. I think most sure. of, especially the first maybe half of the season, it's he's it's it's interesting. He's winning all these battles. You know, you see the complexity of war now for him, and how he's like thinking you know multiple kind of skirmishes ahead other people are respecting him i mean he's he's kind of a badass but then all these little cracks start to happen and we're starting starting to see the the kind of fallacies or or um what what we know is developing into his downfall and um i think that's like that's probably why I didn't vote for him as much because I I lose interest in him at the end of the episodes. I feel like it's just kind of like t- despite despite I think the his story with um what's her name? I can't even think of her name now. Not Talisa. Talisa. Yeah, is it Talisa? Yeah, Talisa. I want to call her Talisa. 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 I love you. I like Cersei too. Yeah. Who do you? Okay, so now to Hans. Who do you think gained the most this season? Uh, gained the most. I think I, I think I also got to say Robbie Stark though for gained Rob the Stark. most. Gained a wife, gained a couple armies, mm-hmm. uh, gained some gained some victories. Won every battle he's fought. Agreed. Uh, I don't think I'd vote for Rob Stark, but it's close. I think. Well, here's the thing. I'll, I'll let you guys vote on this because it happens and it is done in this season, but it really reveals itself that it happens and was done early next season. Uh, I'm going to say Littlefinger yeah. gains the that's, most that's this season. That's pretty good, yeah. Um, because he is scheming. He is working behind the scenes. And again, we see a little of it with him visiting Tywin at Harrenhal uh, late in the season. But it's the next couple episodes where we really find out all that he's been doing and what that means and how it pays off for him. So, yeah, again, if we were going by the fact that we're just watching this for the first time and not knowing that, I'd say Rob Stark. But as for, like, the timeline, what's happening right now, Peter Baelish. Yeah, I mean, another, I think another character that really does, we start to get a lot more and appreciate kind of, like, his complexity would be Tywin as well. Um, Yeah. I mean, we... (laughs) Besides the stag episode prior season, you just hear of kind of how he is, how he rules, how he runs the family, the house and everything, his loyalty. And now you see that kind of demeanor uh, kind of like starting to come in a little bit more. And I think that's that's a that's an interesting yeah. dynamic, especially as we're going forward. We're going to see that even more. So let's console somebody with a little consolation. Uh counter side of the coin who lost the most in season two i think jamie right jamie loses a lot well does he really uh, again it's jamie has so much more to lose yeah exactly (laughs) is is the thing um but he does lose a lot i think uh you know sansa doesn't have a great season but i guess she just kind of stagnates and stays where she's at relatively Tyrion loses a lot in the last few moments uh, but we also see what he's capable of, of I would say early in the episode so I think overall yeah. I think he's he's definitely grown a lot uh, I take I definitely take mine back <clears throat> I'm thinking uh 
I'm thinking Renly probably. Loses. I was say Renly. Oh yeah, <laughs> Renly. <laughs> Renly loses the most. Theon again, though we don't know it, also loses a lot with his departure from Winterfell. Uh, he'll find out soon enough, I'm sure. What about the so, Night's Watch? They, they lost a lot. They lost a lot of men. They lost a lot of, yeah. of men, of morale. Morale. <laughs> Season yeah. three is going to be an interesting one for who loses oh the most. Here's the thing. The, speaking of losing the most, the Night's Watch should be losing the most ears. You guys notice how nobody has a fucking hat in the Night's Watch up where it's like the coldest... It could possibly be. It's always snowing. And yeah, no one ever covers their face either. It's just like, so nose, s- lips, all yeah. that stuff would be frostbit to fuck. We've seen hats. They exist. They should learn uh, how to wear them. They'd probably feel much better. Yeah. Bone Lord covers his face. He does. <laughs> Not with the most warm material. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Ironically, it's bone. But... Just another, uh, another skull. How, how many skulls do you think he tried on before he was like, oh, yes, this one this fits one. the curvature of mine own? It's a it's a half one, isn't it? Like a, Doesn't it just go down to just his mouth? Isn't that the... Yeah, hard to really keep the jaw attached when you break a skull in half to attach <laughs> it to your own face. Yeah, probably. I would imagine. They don't really have... More of an glue. art. <laughs> it's more of an art, yeah. Uh, Indeed. Yeah, I was going to say Stannis in this one, you know, because we talk a lot about in this episode the, you know, the battle at the end. Um, and in all right, he has the bigger army. He has been smart about collecting the ships and he goes and gets like a good team. And if it wasn't for that little, you know, little hiccup of uh, of dragon fire, then uh, we're... we're we're kind of effed at the end of that. But I think otherwise, I mean, you can easily see him taking control and getting the Iron Throne sure. and then it kind of falls apart. So that would be my vote for the greatest loss. He suffers the greatest defeat, I would say. That's a good That's a good point. And he's, he's for me, he's very similar to Tyrion in this season, right? Where he, he really loses a lot, but it's not until the very end. Does anybody else have any uh, accolades they'd like to pass out? <sighs> well, Jeremy already threw out... Uh, what was it? The best boob moment? Best booby moment? Best boob moment. Booby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Booby. I said booby. I couldn't use real words, so I had to go with that one. Um, I'll get. You know what? I I gave. I said to Lisa initially. I'll throw it to Roz because she worked for it this season. She really did. Uh, she kept putting herself out there, most figuratively and literally. <laughs> and uh, you know, she she was campaigning for our <laughs> votes. So I'll give it yeah, to Roz. Yeah. She she. I think she deserves it. That's fair. Yeah, Roz just kind of loses, again, interest for me by the end of the season as well. I thought, I mean, watching it, I think they set her up more of an interesting character and then kind of just fades away, which, you know, sad how sacrifice happens next season. But still, uh, it's interesting for me. Littlefinger, again, everyone, you, you hate him, but you again, he's playing the game so well. Like, sure. he just, he gets it. Which is, I think we talked about. It. It's fun to kind of watch his his stumbles as well. So we do give uh, we give Littlefinger a lot of shit because he deserves a lot of shit. Um, he's a very devious guy, and again, in sentiments that we have echoed, congratulations and hats off to uh, Aiden Gillen though. Like a great performance yeah. for Littlefinger. I do. I agree. I was actually thinking about that too. Um, as much as I don't understand half the things Littlefinger does. From a writing standpoint, the actor does, I find myself like 
interested in his scenes right like the actor does put on very good performances so yeah yeah cool then. talks we have of, any... talks kind of funny he does but... have a little bit of a funny thing going on yeah. yeah how are you so now that we're through another season um Tyrion hitting any better to your ear i think i'm starting not to notice it but the problem is uh right when i'm just used to it and not noticing it jenna goes ah oh, i just can't stand that accent it's so terrible <laughs> and then it brings it up again and mm. then I'm and then I'm back at it where it's like oh that is bad isn't it? It doesn't sound anything like Tywin's <laughs> accent. It doesn't sound like anything like anyone else's accent in the show. But I'm 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 getting there. I think I think Tyrion had uh, a great season. So I'm still uh, I'm still on on uh, on board with Tyrion. So hell yeah. Do you guys want to uh, do you want to do some just general general trivia by hbo i'm sure this was in like 2015 i just found it oh my gosh you yes, ready please. i, I like how you're asking it though when you would definitely be the one that i want to ask yeah that's fine we, you i it. mean i'll give <laughs> you my ahead. answer i just have the questions i don't even have the answers in front of me oh really yes i mean we could we can see who's right and who's wrong i feel like you're lying but okay yeah let's see it no i am All lying um <laughs> <no>. <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll go with the first thing here so what is the first thing Egret says to Jon Snow? Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I actually, when I read that, I was like, fuck, this is going to be good trivia. Uh, ooh, okay, I can picture the scene. I'm just trying to think of what the first sentence she says is. Uh, bam, bam, I'm buzzing in. Okay. What, you have what you think? How do you have, you have an idea? I have no clue. I'm going to say uh, it has something to do with crow, but I, I'm going to go something crow. Uh, I think she says, I think she says, uh, will you burn me afterwards? Oh yeah. No, I bet you you're fucking right. Okay. Let me see. I find these fucking answers. Cause he's going to execute her. I don't think they talk before that. Uh, what's your name? That's it. Uh, really? (laughs) Yep. Yep. What's your name? Don't know. That's lame. All right. Um, what about, uh, what about this one? So who's. Uh, so when Sam, Grin, and Ed are digging, okay, 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 we we know what they discover, right? Which is dragon glass. Mm-hmm. Whose shovel hits first? Hits the dragon glass. Yeah, Grin. God damn. Okay, Daenerys says a snowy vision while visiting the house of the undying. When she comes across her departed husband and child, what are the first words Drogo says to her? And they're uh, really specific here. It's yeah, these cool. are hard questions. Uh, probably moon of my life. Where is it? At? I think that's right. Moon of my moon. God damn you. Uh, I think Ugh. I have one more I can find in here. And then, oh, so... Um, Can't even catch up at this point. Yeah. Oh, okay. After being unable to name the ruling house for Maidenpool, Arya tells Tywin she's from what northern town? Oh. Uh, and who are the lords of Maidenpool? Um, I, I have no idea. I never had a shot at this. So if I tell you... If I tell you <laughs> it's, it's So it's Barrowtown... And who, which which house is the one that rules? I don't. I remember the scene, and I don't remember like it even registering on my mind as something that was familiar to me. So they're stark. They're stark like loyal, but I don't know who the house would be. Yeah, House of Dustin. Dustin. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, my mother served Lady Dustin for many years. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all I got. There was one other it's thing coming back, but uh, yeah, some some super very specific trivia. Those were scene specific. Yeah, very interesting. 
Uh, yeah, let's see. What else was there? Uh, season two that I thought was interesting. Joffrey, again, like we know he's a little, you know, conniving little bitch. We find out mm-hmm. that he's terrified of battle um, and has, you know, make them smile. Yeah, a red smile. A red smile. A red smile. Joffrey. We don't even get like the worst of Joffrey in this season, but yeah, he's he's just pretty consistently a twat. Yeah, I was under the impression that the first uh, the first scene with the Hooers uh, mm. spoilers was when he killed them. I didn't realize that there was mo- that it was a progression, which is I suppose more natural. <laughs> <laughs> it's how it. Uh, yes, because we're now seeing that like. Um, and going a little bit into next season, Varys is trying to win over Roz into his uh, his service, and I think Littlefinger finds out, and that's why yeah, he allows yeah. Joffrey to axe her. But yeah, we'll get into that. I think as as far as season two goes, again, they dragged us on a little bit. Maybe we shouldn't uh, drag the people on. Kind of hit most things. Yeah, I think so. So uh, with just with briefly, that, course, just briefly, yes. so we talked Please. about season two. Let's talk about scones. Because let's Ooh. be honest, we sure. we don't <gasps> give. What was your favorite scone that you've had? Oh, that's a good question. We got we got to throw a uh, trophy out to the scone. And also, as you think of it, we did not mess up on Instagram once this season. We're flawless. We're flawless. <laughs> I mean, sure? Jeremy, that one day. Yeah, I'm sure. Jeremy, that one day posted up that scone that looked like a turd. Um, and so, I mean, if unless you count that as a mistake. Uh, yeah, which it, it looked horrible. I do. But uh, yeah, other than that, I think the first one of this because we had, we had our first savory scone, right, Hans? That was you. Yeah, Some was sort of cheese and thyme. Yeah, that was uh, whatever. That was he shit. did not care for that. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, I noticed when I went to get scones for this next week that you sneakily and without telling me stole another one from Panera with what? your uh, with oh, your the cinnamon. cinnamon? One. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That was a yeah. uh, that was. Crafty, crafty. It's um, funny because I have another cinnamon one from uh, Fresh Time. No, 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 from Dorothy Lane coming up. That's now see now that's the one that like actually blows my mind and how good it was. I'm interested in like eat the eat the one from Panera. We then we can do a little contrast compare kind of thing. <laughs> Perhaps. Um, oh, what's I, yeah? I think my favorite one out of the season was a white chocolate apricot. It was. I expected to hate it. It was actually pretty good. It was really solid. Did it have chunks of apricot in it or no? Uh, if if so, they were like tiny. So I I never felt like I bit into one. So I think it was probably pureed or something. It was good. My best scone of the season was the peach <laughs> scone <laughs> from Outpost Grocery. I remember the that one. one. Yeah. You really made us. <laughs> Wait, I wanted to build the, I wanted to build the suspension <laughs> was there. You know, Jeremy, uh, the apple, the apple one was uh, delicious. Yeah, yeah. It was so good. That one looked good. It was really I also, good. I also want to say too, just just to share, uh, I actually snuck a little bonus scone. I uh, couldn't help myself. Sconus. Yeah, uh, I, I ended up. Uh, I know we said we weren't going to, uh, but I treated myself. I ended up sconing <laughs> a bit during this episode, uh, and I'll tell you about it. It's a little raspberry scone. <laughs> From uh, Dude, again, raspberries delicious. Outpost Grocery, and uh, it's it's they're pretty good. They're not too sweet, so I'm really liking mm. that. I don't want to hear anything in five weeks when you run out of scones about how you <laughs> run out of scones <laughs> if you're eating them when you don't have to. Let not me tell happen. you, 
it's nice when everyone around you knows now that that you're all doing a podcast talking about scones and they're like talking about baking scones or bringing you a scone. I'm like, this is the best. <laughs> don't have to spit my own money. Don't have to search for them. Still get to enjoy their buttery goodness. You know, I have friends who live, uh, so I'm like two hours and change away from St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have friends in St. Louis. I have friends who ask me to come to St. Louis. I have been a couple of very brief times, um, but there's a lot of things that I still want to like check out. I haven't explored the city at all. I haven't gone and visited my friends there, but now I'm like legitimately planning a trip to St. Louis just so that I can make the round at some bakeries and jack s- <laughs> up on some scones. <laughs> it's uh, It supersedes my friendships, my duty to this podcast. I'm, I'm a, I'm a Stark at heart. I think, you know, duty, duty first. Yeah. And we, and we, we take it seriously because we do want to maintain our 50-50 even show, half thrones, half scones. We know we got throners out there. We know we got sconers out there. Mm -hmm. Some of you may not actually be interested in the other half. So we do want to keep it balanced. So, and of course, yeah, some people now, especially with this episode, that will be able to add the vasectomy tag. Uh, <laughs> some people are probably just just have been tuning out for the past twenty five minutes as we stopped uh, talking about balls. It's a public service announcement, so what we've provided them. <laughs> well, uh, we will be back on Monday to start off season three with episode one. We will have more scones to accompany our thrones and if you want to keep up with us in the meantime so you can know about the new episodes the moment they hit at thrones and scones on facebook twitter instagram thronesandscones.com has all of your links and as always we leave you with the question you're down with g-o-t yeah Yeah, you you know know me. me